This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Hey, Chief, we got a damaged RV on its way to the OR. Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of RV surgery. <laughs> Wait, are you promoting me? Congrats, Martinez. Doctor, that RV's flatlining! Well, that sounds like a job for the new head of nursing. So you're just promoting everyone now? Yeah, kind of looks that way, doesn't it? When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. On August 25th, I'm the most brutal, vicious, ruthless champion that's ever been. The most anticipated original series is here. You may know Tyson. You're the heavyweight champion of the world, young, rich, and black. But do you know Mike? The minute you get too big, they gotta cut you down. Starring Trevante Rhodes. I'm I am Mike. And Harvey Keitel. They'll love you as much as they fear you. Now I'm really going to have some fun. Mike, series premiere August 25th, only on Hulu. Hello everyone, how's it going? Welcome to That Real Podcast. My name's Omar. Uh, today we are back and you might be able to tell by my voice just a little bit, but you know, football's back. Away days were back yesterday. Mill drew one all away at QPR. Joining me as always is my regular co-host, Mickey Simpson. Hello, pal. Hello, fella. How you doing? You all right? I think I'm all right. I woke up this morning a bit groggy. I'm not going <laughs> <high>. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I'm all right. <laughs> I, saved, I saved you from the pub of death. You did yesterday, yeah. I was I, I kind of called it a day a bit early last night, and I was on my way home about nine o'clock, and thought, oh, I'm gonna stop off for one after get off the train, and then you called, and I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's a godsend not to go into that pub. So I appreciate your your efforts, mate. <laughs> um, joining us as always, welcome back after a two show break, Mr. Kai Bennett. Hello, mate. 
Hello, thank you very much for having me. I'm looking forward to this one. It was a good day yesterday. Um, yeah. Must be how bad, you, wasn't it? And yeah. How but, you been though? All good? Yeah, yeah, it's been all good. Nice holiday, um, but nice to be back. Uh, nice to be back to reality and well, back to Millwall. That's it. Well, we're going to go straight into part number one. Part two will also be about our cup game coming up on Tuesday, which sees us return to the den against Portsmouth. So we'll be back shortly. And welcome to part number one of the show. Guys, 1-1 draw, football's back, away at QPR. Kai, I'll come straight to you first. Just give me your initial thoughts of the day yesterday and overall the performance, I guess. I thought it was a good point. Um, I thought we started really, really strongly. First half hour, we, we were electric. We came out, we came flying out of the blocks, which, to be honest, I thought they might do uh, with their home home crowd. But it was us that, that that did that first. And it was nice to see for once when we come out flying and we, we have a really good start. It was nice to be able to see us get a goal from it. Um, sometimes we do it and we, you know, we, we can't quite find that that finishing touch to to get to, to put ourselves one new up. But yesterday we did. It was a really, really good strike from Jed. It was nice for him to run all the way back, turn to the away fans to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as Gary Rowett said, he probably used up a bit of his energy, which is obviously not ideal. But yeah. yeah, I think it was the emotional side of things that that was so nice to see yesterday. Um, and then obviously they scored. Disappointed. I thought that they, we probably could have closed him down a bit quicker. No one got to him. But it was a good strike nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then second half, it sort of just faded out a little bit, didn't it, the game? I thought both teams looked pretty knackered last 20 minutes. And and yeah, after that, it was looked like it was always going to be a 1-1 draw after about the 70-minute mark. No, I agree with you. I mean, obviously, it was just great to be back yesterday and we left off where we kind of, you know, thought we might with Jed Wallace being just a real kind of key player for us, isn't it? And obviously, Mickey, that just highlights purely what he's about, isn't it? It's Jed Wallace. He scores goals. He's our real kind of talisman in that side. Absolutely. Um, he just he just puts a load of enthusiasm and everything else into the team. But tomorrow, yesterday, I don't think he was the only player What? was, you know, absolutely fucking hammering it out there. But, yeah, he, he, his goal was great. And then the QPR had done a similar similar strike to say, well, whatever you can do, I can do as well. <laughs> and and, um, and pretty much. But, yeah, I agree with Kai. I think, you know, first 25 minutes, we were all over him like a rash. They, they couldn't get anywhere near us. And then, you know, after we scored that goal, we just seemed to to slow down a bit. It just seemed as if we were like, oh, we're going to hold out now for a 1-0 win when... You know, QPR are definite straight-up contenders this season. Got to be, really, um, even though I didn't put them there in, in, in our prediction league. But, um, you know, everyone's saying they are. And, and to to rest on them was, was stupid, as it showed. You know, as soon as you rest, they got an opportunity. Um, you know, our, our midfield and back and our back just looked at each other as if to say, like, you got this. You got this. No one's got it. He thinks, well, I'll take a cheeky shot and fucking powered it straight in, mate. There was, uh, yeah, game over with that shot. Yeah, I mean, my initial thoughts after the game was I just felt like we, I didn't, I'm not going to say we weren't robbed because I think it was an even game on the balance, but it was yeah. de- definitely there to be won yesterday. It was a good away performance. Like we matched them pretty much all over the park, had the same amount of opportunities, if not probably better opportunities. Um, and I thought, you know, we kind of just controlled the game a bit better than them, considering we was away from home. I thought, obviously, the fan element was there. And obviously, it was great to be back there. Two and a half thousand mill fans in that way. And Kai, I mean, the atmosphere was brilliant today, wasn't it, mate? It was just top draw. Yeah, it was It was brilliant. I mean, just, just getting into the ground as well. It's such a tight concourse, isn't it? The area. I don't know what it's like downstairs. But upstairs, it's really it's really tight. And just getting in there, you know, everyone's, you can just see everyone's so excited. Um, got into the state, getting into the stadium. You know, trying to meet up with your family because you've got the wrong side of the tickets. So you've got to try and sneak through the other the other side. That's all about. It's all it's all it's about, you know. And 
when the, when the players came out, I thought that was the that was the best bit, and you know it was just it was just so nice to be back and so nice to be back amongst the fans. Absolutely, just seeing the familiar faces, having a little ritual. And I mean, I went to the pub pre-match. It just felt like I never left, Mickey, mate. It was like the same sort of element, you know. You, you go, you see the same faces. You're having a few beers, you know. It's just it's, it's a nice environment where you kind of thought, cool. Fifteen months has been gone, but it felt like we never left. It's it's just everything about it, isn't it? It's that train journey, the fucking, you know, um, the pub, the walking to, you know, being bullied by the old Bill. I hear the old Bill with bully cunts yesterday. <laughs> um, they're, they're actually, they're, there's some bits and pieces online. There's no names, but listen, right? If you're Millwall, yeah, you don't fucking bubble up other Millwall fans to the old Bill with stuff that's running around Twitter. That's just fucking... That's not cricket. That's that's not what it's all about, mate. Do you know what I mean? You keep your mouth shut with old Bill. Old Bill are our enemy, and they will more more likely fuck you over than fucking thingy. And and they love you talking to them. So don't fucking give them, you know, don't do their work for them. Don't fucking talk to them. And it's the same as, you know, videoing kickoffs and all that. Like, don't video it. If you're videoing it, fine. But don't video it and fucking post it online or stuff. There weren't any yesterday, but no doubt there probably will be throughout the season. But... The other good thing with yesterday is it, it just shows that there is a worse fucking ticket office operation than Millwall. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? QPR went digital yesterday, allegedly, um, um, to the oracle of, of all Millwall information uh, on, on Twitter. Uh, he said that they went digital yesterday and um, and they fucked it. You know, they had fans still trying to get in the ground at 10 to 3. Um so, yeah, nice to see that, you know, we've got a, a ticketing office or a ticketing system out there, which is worse than ours. Um, so, so, yeah. I love your positivity, mate. There. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I think it was a bit... Di- I got in perfectly fine, to be fair. I arrived at half two, got in. But the ticket, it was a weird system and they weren't really showing people how to do it. And I saw people struggling with kind of the concept of the QR code on the ticket. So I could definitely see that could have been an issue yesterday. But, yeah, nonetheless, I mean... We'll talk more about the football, lads, because obviously one big surprise, though, was no Cooper yesterday, uh, Kai. I mean, I predicted the starting lineup to a T, apart from Cooper not playing because of his injury. Apparently, he's got a little niggle, hasn't he? And I think Raul just thought, let's not risk him, get him to 100%, and got then hope he'll be back. Yeah, so I think they turned around and said, like, might as well play Wallace and just not... Fo- Cooper probably could have played yesterday, I imagine, because he's that kind of character. But it's best to kind of make sure he's 100% next week, I guess, Kai. Yeah, definitely. I think the good thing, the good news was it said it was a slight back injury. And I think I saw something last night that said he will be back if Portsmouth, if not, if not Portsmouth, he'll be Blackburn. So that's really good news. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought Murray played really, really well, actually. I thought he was, it just, Murray, Murray's fantastic. I mean, it just defines him when the ball's, it's 89th minute, everyone's knackered and Bart's got the ball in his hands and Murray's running down the left looking for it, you know, looking to counter. And I think that just shows what he's about. Obviously, it was a massive miss to, to miss Cooper yesterday. He's height in the box would have been really, really useful. But I thought Murray filled him really, really well. I suppose it was an opportunity for him, wasn't it, really, to kind of impress Mickey? Because, like, we kind of said the team, we thought it would be, obviously, the team, actually, for everyone listening, was Bielkowski in goal, Ballard right centre-half, Hutchinson, Wallace left centre-half, Matt Lamara right wing-back, Malone left wing-back, Keithton Bell, Evans and Savile in the midfield, and Wallace and the phobia up front. But, you know, for, for Murray Wallace, you're thinking, cool, I'm in the team now. I didn't think I might be. Best get in there and try and make an impression. And I think he definitely did that. Oh, definitely. He, he definitely cemented, you know, look, boss, you, you've got to look at having me in your team regular. But um, uh, most of that defence was fucking solid yesterday. They were mm. they were on, on form, proper on form. I mean, Keith, mate, fucking hell. That gator, <laughs> mate, was, you know, and, and Ballard. I mean, Ballard was showing himself. I mean, OK, maybe he got the yellow a bit early because then he had to slow down for the rest of the game. But fuck me, that gator, mate, especially when he come down and landed on his shoulder, I thought that was it. I thought that's game over, mate. He's banging trouble. But 
he just brushed it off, got up. But yeah, no, that, that defence were going through people like they were, you know, this is how we're going to play our game. And if you don't like it, don't fucking run towards us. Um, and it could have been, the, it could have been an even better start really, lads. Because obviously Malone, I think in the first minute, hits the crossbar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe that. I thought if that went in, that would just like summed up us, I think. And that would just set us delirious, obviously. And like we said, first 15, 20 minutes, we was on top. I think we just didn't let QPR get on the way at all and just kind of force a few corners back to back. Um, and I agree with you, Kai. If Cooper was around yesterday, we probably might have had a chance to score for one of them set plays. But as it happened, I think it was a long throw from Evans that led to Gentle Wallace's goal. I think it was flicked on or a little bit of a scramble in the box. And then Wallace takes it superbly left-footed effort, isn't it? And it's just kind of good finish and kind of set us on our way a little bit. Yeah, Jed's finish was fantastic. I thought, you know, when he, he took it, sometimes Jed has a habit of snatching at things a, bit, a little bit too quickly. But yesterday, his composure and and um, it was class, really. I mean, the way he's taken that touchdown with all the all the QPR players running straight at him to try and block it, he's taking it down so calmly. And then just and then to to unleash a strike like that is is fantastic, especially on the first day back with with fans there. You know, who obviously their emotions are running high. You know, it's, as I think his his word was in his post match interview was it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to obviously celebrate like that was just well, just something special, wasn't it? I mean, just yeah, it was brilliant. I think he shows his commitment there, isn't it, Mickey? You know, I think he still he still wants to be here, Jed Wallace, I'm pretty sure. It feels like anyway. I feel like he, I don't think his his commitment to the team is is anything different. I don't think it, it, it's anything. I think he's been offered big money. Um, I think he's been offered a cracking deal uh, and they want him. But I think, you know, 27, 28 years old, I think he wants a, a shot in the Premier. If he can get it, he, he wants a shot in the Premier just to see if he's capable of doing it, you know. I mean, um, Morrison had it, didn't he? Morrison had it with Norwich. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, I think he deserves a shot. Um, and, you know, I really hope it works out. But I just think that if we get to the end of the season, um, we need to look at make sure we've got a replacement ready this season, either from the youth team or, or from another player coming in in the January window. Because if we don't, come the end of the season when he goes, we're going to fucking find it hard to replace him if he doesn't sign. Um, but hey, we, we could end up being, you know, either automatic or, or into the playoffs and we could be in the Prem and then he'll sign with us and have his, his shot at the Prem with us, which would be absolutely fucking superb. But yesterday, mate, it was just, it, it was just great to actually see a full stadium, see the team playing with the heart and commitment and, and you know, especially Keith. Keith was fucking superb, mate. Yeah, I mean, I mean he was my favourite yesterday as well. I, I agree with you, mate, because I put a tweet out saying I'm, in my Twitter handle is now the my Keith and Bell fan club from now because, you know what, I just thought he was, he's just, I knew he would probably have a good game yesterday because I thought he's going to be in there to break up play against the likes of Johansson, Austin, and just kind of be a nuisance everywhere. But it's just a smart know-how. He reminds me of Savile a bit where Savile can make a foul, but also make it look like he didn't mean to make the foul. But it's just that know-how in football where you kind of, you break play up and you can either be in the good books with the rest still and do so and not get booked for it. And then still kind of like carry out like the kind of breaking up of play and, you know, constantly just be a fawn in the opposition side. And I think he's got a bit of talent about him as well. I mean, Kyrie said it when we first came on earlier before we recorded, but he nearly scored yesterday as well, didn't he? It could have been like, it's a perfect day for him. Yeah, I thought that was in. I honestly thought that was in. I don't know how, I don't know with how where you were sitting over, but obviously I was on the right, so couldn't quite see how far away it was. And I never saw it on the, on the highlights last night, but yeah, it looked, that looked really, really close. Um, but he's just a really clever player, and and some of the tackles he breaks up play really well, as you said, and and he you know he knows where to be. Get he receives the ball off the front, off the off the bat, off the defense, and he has a pass or two about him, and he has a little bit of 
bit of skill about him as well. So, yeah, and I saw, I, th- I think it was back in February, actually, after we just signed him, Raul said something like, um, you know, he's, he's used to being on a yellow card, so he knows what to do when he's on a yellow card. He's, he's very experienced. Mm-hmm. So so that just shows that, you know, he probably nine times out of ten, if he gets on the yellow card, he's not going to be sent off because he knows, the, he's very clever and knows the way to, to play it. So, yeah, I think he's, over, after maybe doubting him a little bit last year, I, I think I doubted him a little bit because of his age and, and stuff. But I've seen him yesterday. Fantastic. I think Rowley said it yesterday, uh, last week, sorry, at Ipswich, he went, Keith DeMell's a player that will thrive with crowds being back in the stadium. And I think he's got that little bite to him. And he could have kept running for the whole game yesterday, Mickey. He, he didn't show any signs of tiring up either. And he just, you kind of saw that kind of class about him that, you know, he's obviously, with the fans being there, obviously some of our players rose to the occasion, Wallace in particular, obviously scoring his goal. But you just could tell, like, even for Matt Lamara and Ballard, this is their first game in the Championship where there's fans in the stadium. You know, Ballard's first appearance in the Championship as well. But, the players obviously just rose the occasion of fans being there and it kind of spurred them on a bit that a little bit more. I think Keith put fear into the opposition, to be fair. I mean, watching it, it just looked as if there was the players obviously did their research on him and knew that he goes in hard. And it, and as soon as he, you know, as soon as he picked out the player coming towards him and he was heading towards him, you could see that slight hesitation of shit, you know, I've got to make sure I'm right, you know, on the right foot here, because if he's gonna take me out. It's going to do, but yeah, you know, um, a couple of air players went off injured, but you know what? I, I think it's good, and I think once we're in a full crowd, especially at the den, I think he will come into into his own. The fans will love him, and when he suddenly goes through a, a player as hard as he can and gets away with it, he, he will he will become godlike. People will love him um, if he carries on like he did yesterday. The fans at the end of the season, mate, are definitely putting forward for potential you know fat you know player of the season because fans love that you know terry herlock etc they, they love that type of player who just fucking steams through yep for sure mate i mean aside from a nervy spell after they got their goalkeeper i think really it was not really a, a real kind of you know there was no kind of real opposition there i felt like yesterday quite at some stages obviously they scored their goal we mentioned it a little bit earlier dickie's obviously ran forward and he's a centre half, and you're thinking, cool, okay, go and have a shot. Then you know you're not going to try and trust from here. He sticks it away, and then I think after that, Austin has an opportunity in, in this first half. Bart gets behind it and saves it quite comfortably. And aside from that, maybe at the start of the second half, I think Bart only had three saves to make yesterday. Really, no, there wasn't. They didn't have much. I mean, Dicky's strike was really their only strike on target. But then when he was coming forward, I I, I remember him doing. I think he did something similar last year actually. Uh, Dicky, I think he stuck one in the top corner, just like like you know from the summer sort of. Distance. So when I watched it back when I got home and realised it was him, I thought, yeah, that's probably not a good idea to let him run forward. But you know, that's but other than that, I didn't feel, you know, in the second half, they had a lot of possession, didn't they? But without really troubling doing anything with it. I think there was a lot of crosses that that missed, you know, didn't really go anywhere or or they went over or their strikes were wayward into the into Rose Edge, you know. So other than that, I didn't really feel I I, I honestly feel that if we wouldn't have conceded that goal for Dickie, I reckon we would have probably won that one nil. Yeah, and I mean, overall, chaps, let's be honest, if you if I said to you 1-1 before the game, I mean, Mickey, you would have took it, right? Okay, I'll take it. Absolutely. I mean, also, I think I think um, the save what Hutchinson did, that block where Hutchinson just took the ball off off the, um, off, uh, what was it, Austin's foot, I think it was, just as he was going to try and shoot it in, was just superb. He just put his, you know, put everything on the line for it, and it was just absolutely superb. The only downside for yesterday, I think, was the ref. He was... He was just breaking up play far too much, just wasn't letting it play out. Mm-hmm. When, if he had used his experience, he could have just let that play out. And the game was a good, fast tempo, proper game of football. And I think that if he had let it play a bit more, um, 
it would have been a much better game to watch rather than the constant stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. Did you think we were going to win it when you brought Matt Smith on with 15 to go, Kai? Thinking, oh, OK, we're going to go for it a little bit here. Maybe we left, made this up a little bit too late, if anything you could say. Yeah, no, I thought that maybe when he brought Smith on, I thought maybe, uh, uh, this is questionable, but maybe that, that was the time to bring someone like Conor Mahoney on just to be able to put them balls into the box for him. Just mm-hmm. uh, maybe even change the system because I know 5-3-2 doesn't, you know, it's hard to get that with them wing-backs going. And I think Malone, you have to keep Malone on. So it's not like you can swap Mahoney for Malone. Maybe even go like a 4-2-3-1 for the last 15 minutes and just put Smith up top with Mahoney on the left or something just to be able to put some balls into the box for Smith because that's when he thrives and that's when he's when he's at his best. And I was just interested to see whether he did score the winner, whether he would have celebrated like like you know like mm-hmm. he would normally or whether he would have been much more amused at celebration because it was a QPR. I wonder if... Um... Mason Bennett was available yesterday, whether the game might have changed up a little bit. Maybe that's kind of, obviously we had Bradshaw on the bench as well as an option, but I think at one point he was going to come on and he didn't bring him on in the end. But I look at the bench and I'm like, I could see like a lot of obviously talent in there. Brian Leonard come on and obviously for Savile after about the hour mark. Uh, Mitchell came on with a few minutes to go for George Evans. But, you know, you, like you said, Mahoney's on there, but then you've got Bradshaw, Long, Pierce, and obviously, like I said, Smith came on as well. I just wonder if we had maybe something a little bit different in there, Kai, to kind of bring on as a sub to kind of change the game a bit more than what we had. Yeah, I think Bennett would have injected a little bit more pace into the game, wouldn't he? And maybe stretched him in the last 20 minutes. Because mm. I think with the with the, everyone tiring and, and stuff, I think if all you really had to do was put him in behind and, and put him on, on, on one of the centre-backs or even the left-back wasn't quick, was he? The right-back was quite quick. Um, Oddi, or I think his name's Oddi Bay Bio or something. Bajo. But yeah. Bajo, that's it. Um, but the, I think it's Lee Wallace. He's not. He's not very quick at all. So putting put Mason Bennett on him with Danny on the right. You know, both of them overlapping. I think could have been real, real trouble for them because when when Bennett drives at the at the defence, he, he's a real, he's a real problem. What did you make of a phobia yesterday, Mickey? I mean, it was kind of hard for him to get in the game. I felt like, but fair play to him. I thought he linked up well with Wallace in the first half quite well. He won a couple of flick-ons, and I don't think it's overly his job to win flick-ons, but he still made a nuisance himself up top when we went up long. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Maybe a bit of a quiet day for him, but more to come. Yeah, I think he's just he's slowly edging his way in, isn't he? I mean, I, I think if you think he was going to be coming on first game and scoring two goals or something, then yeah, I don't think that was ever going to happen. But I think he's he's finding his feet. He, he looked as if there's something about him and, and he's got more to give. Um, but yeah, like you said, he won a few flick-ons. He, he you know, got a few pass-throughs. He, he's, I think he's going to come on. I think he, he's going to be a great addition um, to the side. I'd be interested to see him playing up with Benny to see how, how that orders things up with Jed sitting just behind. But we'll, we'll wait and see how it goes. But, yeah, no, I think, oh, look, I think yesterday to go to QPR, first game of the season, all the emotion, everything else was back with it, with the fans back and everything else, I think they had a good game. I think it was to walk out of there with a point um, was a good game. Because as soon as that second goal went in, we all knew what was coming. We all fucking were sitting there going, oh, fuck's sake, same old Millwall, here we go. Um, but it didn't. We, we we defended well. We stuck together as a team. Um, the formation is is questionable because no fucker seems to be able to, to get the formation. I think the BBC was saying it's 4-4-2. Um, Sky was saying 3-5-2. Um, so, yeah, I think the formation confuses a it's lot. It's 5-3-2. It's 5-3-2. Yeah, 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 yeah. But every, every, all, all, the, all the appropriate ones were fucking getting it all completely wrong. You know, BBC, so, yeah. Sky, etc. Which is funny as fuck. But, no, look, we saw the players. We saw the players play. We saw how emotional it is for them to be back in front of the fans. We saw what it meant to most of the fans. And do you know what? 
onwards to, to Tuesday um, in the Mickey Mouse Cup and see where we go from there. But yeah, I think there's not a lot sold for, for Tuesday. Um, it's a lot of money, really, for what it is. For a first round of a cup, it's a lot of money for what it is. 18 quid. We'll talk about that in the second part, maybe. But um, yeah, I mean, you've kind of summed up the game there. So I don't know what else really to say about it now at this point. I'm very much class half full, though. I agree with you, mate. And I think there's more to come from this side. I think I said to Kai before we started recording, we just looked a bit leggy towards the end of the game. Whereas I feel like, you know, if they if maybe they had a couple more games of preseason or maybe just a little bit more time to prepare or if this was the third or fourth. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. This summer, L.L. Bean invites you to simply step outside and enjoy the fresh air and sunshine. We'll be your guide with tips and advice to get more out of every moment outdoors. Here's one. For your next barbecue, you can cook a dozen ears of corn right in your cooler. Toss in the corn, add a couple quarts of boiling water, and close the lid. In 30 minutes, your corn will be perfectly cooked. Just add butter. For more fun ideas, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com slash guide. Game of the season, Kai. Maybe it might have been a different story for us. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think in terms of QPR as well, I think they, they probably did the same. But then they played quality opposition in preseason as well. They played Manchester United, Leicester. So they really have probably very little excuse for that. I thought that... Everything that QPR did revolved around Johansson. I thought he kept them ticking yesterday. Everything, you know, he got on the ball, he looked to drive forward with it. Austin had a very quiet day um, mm. for them, which I thought was a testament to our defence, really, because, you know, he's a, he's a nightmare, isn't he? And Dykes is quiet as well, which is which is another one. Um, no, but I, yeah, I think I agree with you. Th- if it was third or fourth game into the season, I reckon maybe we'd have had enough just to nick that because towards the end, QPR looked really tired and so did we. But if we'd have had that little bit more energy or a bit more pace to bring on, such as Bennett or someone like that, and you just wonder whether maybe we could have nicked one and sent the away fans into absolute I, scenes, you know? I think we just need to, we, we need more games. Now the games are coming, the training will be more focused on fitness as well. And, and you know, the more game time they start playing, the more fitter they're going to get. Because, you know, let's, let's be honest, if they start doing well this season, their fitness level is going to have to go up at least another 50% if they think they're going to survive in the Prem. Um so, you know, fitness is a, a, a definite must. Um, but I think it would all come. I, I, look, I'm happy with yesterday. First game back to, to nick one all against uh, a team where all the pundits think are, are going to be definite promotional um, favourites this season. To walk out of there uh, with a point, he, he, I'm happy with that. It was a good overall performance. We had a few standout performances. Um but yeah, bring on Tuesday and just hope we don't get spanked by Portsmouth, which we're doing the second half. So yeah. Yeah, well, that's a good kind of part to leave it here, guys. We'll be back in a second with part number two. 
And welcome back to part number two of the show. This is the part where we'll be previewing our cup game, our return to the den on Tuesday against Portsmouth, a team who won 1-0 yesterday away at Fleetwood Town. It's going to be a good test, Kai, I think, obviously, and a nice emotional return to the den on Tuesday night. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it'd be just nice to be back at the den as well. That That's going to be a, a major factor of it as well. It'd be just nice to, to get back in the den. And I think Portsmouth are bringing down, was it 2000? Mm-hmm. They're bringing down the full allocation. So that's a good bit. It's going to be a good game. They've got a good side, Portsmouth. Um, whether Williams plays or not will be, will be, uh, you know, I think even if he doesn't play, I think he'll still come onto the pitch at the, at the start of to, to just, you know, if he's, if he's uh, you know, be able to clap him because we didn't get that chance at the end of the season, did we? So, um, no, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be a good, it'll be a good chance to see um, maybe some fringe players get a game. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'd like to see uh, Marlon brought into the team just to see if give him a run out, um, rest, rest Danny for next Saturday as well. Because there's there's players that need to be given a rest after yesterday, and there's some players that probably need some game time. So yeah, it'll be a good test all round. Definitely. I mean, it's obviously going to be a good return to the den, Mickey. I mean, obviously, I feel like you're in the camp of eighteen pound for a ticket is quite expensive for a cup game, aren't you? So, but you know, it's going to be a good return to the den nonetheless. Yeah, no, look, look, I, I think it's all. Right. I think it'll be a good game when people go. But the, the ticket numbers at the moment aren't high. Yeah, you might get a couple of thousand turn up on a night. Um, but £18, £20 for a Mickey Mouse Cup is, for a first round, it's quite realistically, you know, if you'd have gone a tenner or something, you'd have probably got a lot more people through the door. Plus the downside is, it's a, you know, Tuesday night, you know, it's, it, you know, most of our fans live well out of the area now. So, you know, it's again, getting back there, everything else with it. But, you know what, we're, we're waiting to see. But yeah, I think it'll be, a, it'll be a good side to play. Um, but I think we'll have enough power to, to overturn a team like Portsmouth, even with um, most of our fucking ex-players in there. I mean, a 1-0 win, like I said, for them yesterday. Uh, John Marquis is at the club still. He started for them yesterday. Uh, Tony Cliff, obviously, we mentioned Sean Williams. I think he went off injured before the game even started yesterday, unfortunately for him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, they've got some good players in there, but I agree with you, Mickey. I think even though we'll make some changes, like Kai saying there, I think, you know, players that want to come in and want to impress, obviously, Matt Smith will probably get a start. I reckon Mahoney will probably play see Romeo starting as well. Probably long in goal, I guess, maybe, Kai, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think probably give him a go, um, see what he's about. He's, by the looks of things, yes, I didn't know this, but he looks like he's left-footed by, by the warm-up, um, which which gives a different dimension, you know, play the ball out to the left. I know it doesn't sound like much, but, you know, that, that'll be something to the players to think about as well because Bar obviously kicks right. So, um, no, but it'd be good to see him play as well. Maybe Pierce might come into the team, which obviously, you know, you probably have to give him game time just in case, especially with Cooper out. It's, you know, I know he's only out hopefully for one game, but, mm-hmm. you know, just in case in the season we need to bring Pierce in, you have to give him some game time. But yeah, it'd be good to see some players play Bradshaw maybe as well. So Je- Maybe Jeff Boyce to play against his old club though. I think it's out for him. I think it, all pre-season they've been talking about this cut game with him. So I imagine he'll probably play tomorrow as well, don't you think? Or tomorrow, Tuesday? Yeah, I think he will. I think he'll, I think he's, I think he's going to love it, isn't he? He's been talking about it for ages. I mean, all the tweets online when I think it was when, the, uh, the game got confirmed, didn't it? Of a, a cup fixture, he was he was buzzing. So I think, yeah, I think I definitely think he'll play, and it'll be a good it'll be a good atmosphere. So yeah, I think I'm looking forward to it. Hundred percent. I mean, Mickey, I think uh, you, if we're talking about the cup, do we do you see this as a welcome distraction? Or for me, like I agree with you about the ticket scenario as well, though, because like it's a cup game, yes, and it's, it's it's the Mickey Mouse Cup as you called it earlier, but maybe it's just it's a good opportunity to kind of have a little run going and maybe you never know could get a good run in the league cup and it could lead on to some good form in the league yeah uh, the league the league cup and and the fa cup are sometimes 
a good evil, didn't they? Really, I mean, they they help to be able to use as a as a foundation place for getting some of the youngsters in if you want to try youngsters or try different things. But it can also be a pain in the ass when your form's going okay in the league and you've got to concentrate on extra games playing in cup games. So it, it's a bit of both, you know. Yeah, okay, it's great to get to a final, but or, or get towards it. And the the income is great for the club considering how how much financially and shit they've been in the last 17, 18 months. Um, so yeah, look, at the moment, the fact that we've had no no fans in the grounds and all that lot, it's a bonus to have a, you know, have another game there and, and fans can be able to get in and do. Um, it is still a Mickey Mouse Cup, but it is <laughs> what it is. For a shit, sorry, it's a Mickey Mouse Cup for a shit energy drink too. That's true. I mean, I'm looking forward to just getting back to Mill, to be honest. It was obviously great to be at QPR yesterday. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of obviously just, you know, going to the den, having my same seat and seeing the familiar faces that, you know, you become associated with seeing every every week. But yeah, obviously, hopefully we could, it's a good occasion as well. And hopefully the players perform on for us that, you know, we could be happy with. I mean, yeah, I think it will be an interesting one. It's just, I, I think I'm kind of a bit overwhelmed with it, obviously, Kai. You know, football being back a little bit, it's like, Obviously, 15 months away from it, like it's kind of just like it's nice to just have it back and just kind of feel like it's not going to go again, hopefully, at this rate. Yeah, definitely. I think going to QPR yesterday was, was one thing. Um, you know, going to an away ground, having all the fans there was one thing. I think going back to the den on Tuesday night will be, will be another thing because obviously, with, with it being our home ground and you know, we go there, what is it, 23 games a season? But not being there, I haven't been to the den since February the 29th. I worked out last night, which is one one draw against Bristol City. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, being there, be, haven't been there for so long. It would be so nice to just just walking up the stairs, um, you know, just just getting up there will be so nice. Um, the journey there will be will be good as well. So um, yeah, I just can't wait. The, the things that I normally moan about, which the journey and stuff and all the traffic and stuff, I won't mind one bit on Tuesday night. Yeah, it's spot on. I mean, that's it, Mickey, isn't it? So I think people under we obviously documented it more than once on this podcast throughout lockdown and how we felt about not being at the games, but. I think if anyone is left unsure about it, I think across the country, seeing the way ends and home ends fall to the brim, to the brim, basically across the whole country, I think it will highlight surely what you know what football means to these people that go to football week in week out. I think you've got to take in everything about it. I mean, you know, Tuesday's game, okay, we'll only have you know a few low, a few there as such, but you're going to have the pubs full, which is mean income into the local community, the pubs, the takeaway shops, you know, especially on Hilton Road, the um, the bargain buyers, the, the fucking, you know, the local shop there is going to be selling cans and beer and everything else. The Chinese and the calf is going to be, you know, pumping the Millwall calf is going to get a load of income. All, it's all the added money what all the local businesses get from the back of football fans there. And for 17 months, They've been they've been on their ass. Um, yeah, you know, Euros probably helped out a few of the pubs and a couple of the takeaway things. But you know what? It, it, it's it's all it's everything to go around it. What we always forget, you know, it's it's not always about us not going to the football game. It's us not spending that money in the local area as well. Um, and yeah, and and I suppose the only the only negative is most of the most of the people who live around there have had seventeen months of no fucker parking in front of their drive, and come Tuesday night, that memory is going to come steaming back <laughs> for them. Um, you know, and and Very no true. doubt, and no doubt, <laughs> fucking the dirty little car thieving cunts are going to be out there smashing windows and grabbing shit off people's cars. But look, it, it's good to be back in the den. It's going to be an emotional. Um, 
you know what, hopefully I can go. I'm in Northampton all day, unfortunately. I've got meetings all day with work over there, so I I don't know if I'll be back in time. But, you know, I'll see the game. But it's just... it's just fucking nice, 17 months to actually start getting through this madness mm-hmm. and, and we start going the other side. Um, and the club needs it. Do you know what I mean? The club needs the money. The club needs the money. The football needs the money. The local area needs the money. And um, and if we get a win. And also, it's fucking Pompey, so it's going to be a proper old school fucking game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone will be out and about. Um, the old bill are going to be cunts again like they were yesterday. Um, you know, yes, we've missed you too, but fucking behave yourself for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? I just, I, you know, we'll have a mentality of a fucking three-year-old in a fucking sweet shop. Do you know what I mean? They're just fucking wankers. Um, but, you know, it, it nothing changes in life, mate. They're, you know, taxes and fucking dying and then the old Bill being cunts at away games will never change. It is what it is. Yeah, I suppose you're right, mate. I mean, uh, what was um, nice from uh, from QPR yesterday, mate? And I hope we all do the same thing. Um, is obviously they done a minute's applause before the game for obviously everyone. Obviously that obviously has been affected by COVID, and hopefully, I'm sure we will do something similar. Maybe if not on Tuesday, maybe for the Saturday game to kind of obviously, you know, they should definitely put a hat down to the NHS, well, anyway, shouldn't they? Well, yeah, and also I think maybe we should do something for you know do a, a minute applause or something for Robbie Clark. Robbie Clark died yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Robbie Cook, even sorry, not Clark, um, who played for us in the eighty-seven, eighty-eight um, season. Um, shout out to uh, Brian King, who obviously listens to us. He, he sent me a text yesterday explaining bits and pieces, and you know he only played for us for one season, but he was a, a, a good all-round egg, a good player, um, and unfortunately he lost his battle with cancer at sixty-four, but. You know, it'd be nice if the club does something for that. Um, but again, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But you know what? Yeah, clapping, all of that. But I think we just need to start moving forward with it all. Um, so, yeah, good to see the players uh, didn't do the, the the same as other clubs at the at the kickoff. So I'm happy with that. Uh, and hopefully that continues. Um, we're not going to get into all that. But, yeah, just hopefully it continues because otherwise I think there will be uh, every... Every action has a severe reaction, um, and I think we don't need that this season. You refer to politics in football. Uh, we'll move on from that topic, shall we? <laughs> yeah. no, look, I was very, very, very careful how I said it, uh, and everyone will know the drift. But look, there is no place in football for politics, and those fucking idiots will go, oh, what about remembrance? That's completely different. Do you know what I mean? People gave up their lives so that everyone can have an opinion. Um, and scream and shout and do whatever they want. But, you know, full-on politics in football is a no-no. Remembering fallen people who gave up their lives so you can speak like a cunt, that's perfectly acceptable. Commendable shouts also to the chance yesterday. Um, the typical middle chance are back. Jed Wallace, Jed Wallace. <laughs> Although, I did like... Um, da, 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 Daddy McNamara. I mean, that, that weren't too bad. It's, it's obviously recycled t- tunes from different players, but... You know, they're back for good. We have, to, today. <laughs> we, have to, we have to mention one then, don't we? Because um, yesterday, where was it? There was a, a guy on um, on Twitter who is um, Steve Evans. Yep, saw it. Uh, and we re- I retweeted it. We retweeted it as um, piss tweet of the day, um, pure and simply because of it was it was it was a sight. It was night fever, wasn't it? I think he said. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to find out now. It's night. I think he said it was. It was in the theme of night fever. Yeah, for the BGs. Come on, you know yeah. what it is, right? 
I'm trying to find it now. It's Jed Wallace, Jed Wallace. He knows how to do it. Come on, man. It's not a fever. That's what it is. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, you know, Steve... If Evans, anyone wants to sign me up as well for um for singing, I'm available. I'm, my rates are cheap as well, so just let me know, really. Ev- Ev- it's, it's Evans MFC on Twitter if you want to fucking check it out or check on the retweet. And, I thought uh, that was quite I did, good. I did tell you I was going to give you a mention on the show, and um, and there you are. You are in it. Um, the other... Just one other point what I want to fucking pick up on is our Facebook fucking lot. Um, they seem to be on drugs. Um, taking drugs very, very early, I think. They, there was a comment on Facebook that we don't have any fucking attacking midfielders. We don't attacking midfielders. We don't have any attacking players and, and all this sort of shit. And it was like, I think the game was halfway in. I think it was probably just after they scored. We seem to be slagging off. It seems as if all the... The rare fucking out crew have just suddenly come back in with a vengeance. It just seems absolutely fucking crazy. Draw I mean, your away games and win your home games, and you'll be in a good position. I know it's a bit hasty to say that, but I think get get turn one point into four next Saturday. I'll be happy. I think you've just got to keep the ball rolling a little bit. And yeah, I suppose it was the first game of the season, first game of fans back. I think it, I think Ferrari sitting there now at home on a Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning. I think he'd be thinking, okay. You know what? We got through that one, and we're still. You know, I think we didn't lose and take the positives and go with it. I think this is this is the comment, right? No attacking players at all. I know it's the first game, but fuck me. Looks like the players have never played with each other before. Crap. Rowett won't know what's going to hit him at the den if we have another season like last. Hmm. It's the fucking first game for fuck's sake. It's true. I mean? it's true. But it's, that's me all though, isn't it? Come on. No, yeah. No, and this is what's totally good, agree. And this is what's the good thing about doing this podcast and also just having a voice in general and social media. It's you know, I think we'd have probably have more positive bunch, Kai, but it's football, isn't it? It's a game of opinions, even at the best of times. Yeah, definitely. I mean, something I said to my cousin yesterday at the game, and I was like, you know, I'm even though my uncle's the the, the the one to point out. I said to him, Oh, Keith had a really good game yesterday. He said, Oh no, I thought he was League Two, League One standard. You know, <laughs> it just shows you the difference in football, different opinions. And, and I, I can believe it. And I, I know he's, he doesn't like Leonard at all, but I think then I like I really like Leonard. And he, he's he's always never liked Leonard. But I said to him yesterday, Oh, I thought, you know, it's a really good time to bring Leonard on. And he said, No, 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 don't don't bring him on. You know, so I thought it was uh, exciting when Leonard come on. It sort of it upped you a bit, and you thought, you know what, Leonard's going to fucking do something. Here. Leonard's going to really add to the play, and and yeah, it was good. I I, I like Leonard. I think he's a, a good player, and I think he was unfortunately hit last season with injury. That you know, and, and Smith last season. I think they they've got something to prove this season. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think that's everything from us today, lads. Unless you, you two got anything else you want to add in. I mean, check out the website. Um, it's thatmillpodcast.co.uk. We've got loads of stuff on there. We're adding more and more stuff. We've got, um, obviously, the time with News at Den, where um, we've offered the second prize for their prediction league. You can get a, that on there. Uh, as, as going forward, we're going to be doing player ratings, and there's going to be a button on the website where you can click the player ratings. So after the game, on your phone, just click in there, submit your player ratings, submit it. We'll be looking at those, seeing how close they are to, to how we feel they are and see whether or not, you know, they're, they're right or a bit low. Uh, we'll be doing call-outs on the Prediction League. Not really fair doing it um, this week because we're only one game in. 
and also I'm higher in the points than than Omar, so Omar doesn't want to be embarrassed this early on. There's still two um, games to be played today, mate. So yeah, you know, yeah, I might yeah, smash out right. the park. So yeah, 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 I'm, I'm higher than both of you, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kai, 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 shut up. No one's Kai's got about four accounts, though. He's cheating. <laughs> yeah, <so>. yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing is, is uh, keep checking out the website because there's a few things coming um, going forward. We we've just got in with a um, with a new app which we're going to be promoting going forward. There's just a few things what we've noticed on there that needs to be corrected. Um, there has been other Millwall channels that have been on net for a while, and for some reason they haven't picked them up. We've picked them up. We want to make sure it's perfect before we bring it to you. Um, but it's a, it's an exciting opportunity for you to be able to earn points and stuff through going to away games. It's a bit like the, the EFL one, but instead of the clubs making everything from it and you getting nothing, you get everything out of it. So it's an exciting way forward. We will have some golden tickets, what we will give away. So again, we do that through comments, through follows, through this, that and the other. Um, yeah, I, I, look, just keep an eye on the website, check it, Twitter, social media. It's easy to follow at Pod across everything um, and, and any channel, what we bring to you, which we will be bringing you to get match day interaction. We've always promised you we're going to be the number one interactive channel out there. We are going to do that. It's just taking uh, we want to make things perfect before we bring them to you. So we don't want to bring things half-hearted. We want to make sure they're perfect so that when we bring them to you, you can get involved with them. So, yeah, look, website is going to be the found. We've got away travel information on there. You've got information for the for the prediction league with News at Den, for the ratings with News at Den. There's loads of other stuff on there. Just check it out. Click it. it it's got a found of, of all knowledge on there. And... Thank you very much. We're nearly at 300 subscribers on YouTube. I think we're five away. So if you're not subscribed to us yet, please just, just click the subscribe, click the notification. So whenever we upload, we are uploading videos very, very regular at the minute. Um, and add comments. We read all the comments. If you, you know, if you want to get involved, just read the, you know, just add to the comments, add to the reviews. Everything you do, we really appreciate it. You help us grow as a channel. And obviously we can only grow as a channel with you guys. Um, being part of that so hats off thank you very very much we appreciate everything you do um through clicking on us when you listen to us so it is appreciated and thanks i think uh, i couldn't say anything better there if i tried mickey mate well done i think he kind of just re reeled it off there one by one and i think you're right i mean i'm loving all the comments we're getting all the interactions and uh yeah it's just enjoyable at the minute and long may it continue so yeah i think that's us for today guys uh kai thank you for coming on mate and look forward to seeing you probably next week thank you very much for having me looking forward to pompey on tuesday night that's it. And Mickey, thank you as always, mate. No, no worries. And uh, and looking at these, uh, this channel, I look the most tanned. So uh, fuck you, Jim. <laughs> All right. I've told you it's the camera, mate. It's the camera. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's the, the camera. Don't worry. Yeah, Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, bring on, bring on the two games today so that I can beat Omar. So the, the next show on uh, what Thursday, I will still be winning. And uh, Omar, the football man, will be deeply embarrassed. It's not Let's a sprint. Go. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, see, yeah, we'll see you guys on, for our next show on Thursday. So thank you guys and speak to you
Your work technology should help your organization run better. Monday.com is an intuitive platform designed to help teams of all sizes work better together and maximize results. With Monday.com, you can easily customize your workflows to fit your team's exact needs and create automated updates to keep everyone up to speed in real time. Experience the power of a single platform that replaces your costly tech toolbox and the headache that comes with it. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.